Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hello, and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show, featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement. Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, it becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's with great pleasure I have the opportunity of presenting special guest Brandon Leibowitz to the show today. Brandon is heavily involved in digital marketing since 2007, and he has a vast reservoir of knowledge to share with us about SEO, social media marketing, and Google ads, for example, as well as how to achieve top ranking for Google and other search engine optimization platforms. And I'm just really happy to have Brandon on the show. Brandon, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on today. Thank you for coming on the show. I want to ask you, because this is a definite, it's such an important area to look at. How did you get involved in digital marketing? yourself? I just fell into it after I graduated from college, got my degree in business marketing. And the first job I got was helping out a company with their digital marketing. And I didn't really know much about it. They didn't know much about it either. They said, we're going to take you like classes and workshops and let you learn alongside with us. And this is back in 2007 and just realized that everyone's going to probably have a website in the future. And SEO is really what I focused on and it's a way to get free traffic. So I spend money on ads when you get up there for free. So that's really what I've just focused on over the years and just fell into it. Got lucky that I got into it so early. How did you got into it at the right time at the right place and time, it sounds like, because that's amazing. Congratulations on that. It's been like a foreign language to me. If you say SEO to me, it's I shut down. I do podcasting, but I don't do any of your area. So I'm fascinated when you could come on and talk about this particular specialty. I want to ask you about how you market yourself. And what do you find, in your opinion, are current trends affecting digital marketing that people should be aware of? I market myself using SEO, making sure I show up on Google for my keywords. But 
Also, just try to take advantage of as many ways as possible to get traffic, whether it's like email marketing, social media, running paid ads, doing whatever you can, because you don't want to just focus on one thing. You want to try to get traffic from as many different sources as possible. And with SEO, it's just one way to get traffic, but there's tons of other ways. SEO is just a way to get free traffic, but email is great because you own those emails and you can build that list up and you can just send emails at any time and have everyone be reached. Whereas a social media, you send out a message on social media, only a fraction of your followers will ever see what you get. Maybe with Facebook, 5% of your audience sees what you get. Or Why is that? The algorithm? They want you to pay to play. They want you to spend money. They don't want you to use it for free. If you're an entrepreneur and you're starting a business, I have a lot of people that have expressed those goals. What would you suggest to somebody who just got an LLC, for example, and they want to start recognized in SEO optimization stuff? and branding themselves, what would be the first thing you would say to that person? The SEO, it's all about just going in the website, making changes to the coding where Google looks. So going up, going into the coding, making all these changes, but something easy that someone could do is just add more text to each page without having to change the coding. You're just adding more content. Google really feeds off content. The more content you have, the easier it is for Google to read that page and understand what that page is about. That'd be something less technical without having to worry about going into the back end of the website and make changes to the coding, which is also very important. But text is really something anyone could just go in there and just add more content to every single page on the website, add a blog to their website, just add more content. The more content, the better off you're going to be. In reference to the content itself, have you found that there are certain words you use for a client that helps you with the search engine optimization stuff than other phrases and terms? Are there, is there a glossary of words that you like have gained through experience in the last since 07 that if you, if you're hired to work on, let's say someone's site that you can come up with the right phrasing and tech terminology and stuff. Is that something that you just develop over time or is that I'm just, I'm curious about that. Cause I've always been curious how you guys manage to get certain people top ranked versus other people who don't have that success. It just depends on the keywords. So going in and doing keyword research. So not just saying these are what's going to work. It's going in, using different tools to see what people actually search for versus what you think people actually search for and finding the right keywords that have buyer intent or intent behind them and making sure that you show up for the right keywords as well, not just any random keyword, but keywords that are targeted to get the right people to your website. But it's really, really important to do the right or That's like the first step is figure out what keywords you want to rank for. And there's different tools like the Google Keyword Planner. It's a free tool from Google that'll show you how many people search for your keyword every single month. And so you'd be looking at what's trending kind of thing and use those phrases to help your client get to the top of the listing? Not necessarily trending, but whatever seems like it has intent behind it. So just because something's trending, it might go viral, but that doesn't necessarily mean people want to use your product or service. So finding intent-based keywords that have buyer intent behind them. I'll ask you this. People who are verified versus people who aren't verified. Has that been something that you've worked with in terms of your line of work? Or is that something that someone else specializes in? It's not the digital marketing stuff itself. Because I've heard different things about getting verified on social media. And a lot of people always ask questions, but it's not always as clear cut to understand how that process works. To get verified, you have to be a public figure where people will impersonate you and that you have to show people that you're the real person and not the fake accounts that people yeah. are but but that's the main thing is just making sure if you're a public figure, that's really, then you're going to get verified. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. You just have to be a public figure. That's going to get you verified. What is the your favorite thing 
about digital marketing that you find from your experience that you may not have described on any other show before? What do you find that makes you smile when you think of SEO optimization? Like, what is it about it that you're still passionate about so many years later? I'm just saving people money so they don't have to spend money on those Google ads. That's probably the main thing is helping save money in the long run so you can focus on more important things on your business and not have to keep spending money on ads. And when you stop spending money on ads, you just disappear with SEO. Stop doing SEO. You're still going to rank at the top of Google for a while until your competitors outrank you, but you're not just going to disappear. So that's like the main thing is just getting them that traffic and watching them grow as a business. When should someone post on social media? Whenever their audience is online, that's the main thing. If you're targeting parents, then you might want to target them early in the morning or midday, maybe before they pick their kids up from school or if you're targeting sporting events, maybe then you want to focus on the weekends, but just knowing who your audience is and what time they're online, what time zone they're in West Coast versus East Coast versus global versus a specific city. You have to understand the buying patterns when they're going to be around, but you have to just put yourself in the user's point of view. If you were looking for your product or service online, when would you be going on social media? But nowadays with the algorithms, it doesn't even matter because algorithms just show you content all day long from Anytime when it's chronological, then it matters what time of the day you post. But when it's an hour limit, it doesn't necessarily mean it still helps out to post at specific times, but it doesn't really matter because they'll show your content all day long or days later. What do you think an average entrepreneur who tries to pay for Google ads, what's the most common mistake you see someone make that you would want to tell them, don't do that? Not testing, just running the ads and just signing them and forgetting them or letting Google give you recommendations or following what their advice is to the opposite always. Whatever they do, opposite. Otherwise, you're going to be bleeding money out for the most part. Why do you think some people charge so much for SEO stuff? Because SEO is very tough. It takes a lot of time. It is not easy to just get up there on Google. But I'm not sure why some people would charge exorbitant amounts. Maybe they're an advertising agency. They have a lot of fixed costs, overhead, employees, things like that. But it does take a lot of time. And effort and depends on the business. If you're targeting a very high competitive keyword, it's going to take a lot more time than some low competition keywords. So it just depends on what you're targeting. If you're targeting some of the higher competitive keywords, it's going to cost a lot more time and effort, which equates to more money. It sounds like from your from what you're talking about, it sounds like you, it's great to have a strategy and organize yourself when you do this and have a plan in place when you decide to pursue SEO optimization or digital marketing. Obviously, hire someone like you or consult with you because you know the ins and outs, but it sounds like if you're able to strategize and develop a plan and implement that, like researching terms or making sure you're within budget or all those kind of things, you could have a pretty, I would say, a good chance of having success with your campaign. Was that Would that be what you would recommend? Preparation and planning and strategizing and hiring someone like yourself, of course? Yeah, strategizing, having a plan really helps out just in life. doesn't have to be for business, but just yeah. gotta have a plan. If not... Winging it, especially for business, could be a little risky, but it does help out to have some sort of game plan ahead of time. What social media sites do you recommend entrepreneurs use to promote themselves? It just depends where the audience is at. That's the main thing. If your audience is on, if you're a dentist, I don't think people are really going to go on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or Pinterest or maybe YouTube, but I doubt that even then. So it just depends. But if you're doing sporting events, people are probably going to go on every social media site for a baseball team. They don't care if they want to watch that content. So 
just depends on who your audience is and just trying to be in front of them at the right times at the right place. I'm an SEO company. Maybe Twitter and LinkedIn would be good for me, but that's because I'm an SEO company. Just depends on what you're trying to promote and who your audience is, where they're going to be. Let's say you have a bunch of followers on your site, on your social media, but you haven't yet been able to transfer those followers into customers or clients. What steps would you recommend for someone to try to help with that process? It depends on the platforms. Like on Instagram, there's not much you could do except for have a call to action in the bio, maybe, or swipe up stories to get people to your website. If you're on Twitter, you could be posting links to your website because you can post links in there. Instagram, you can't really post links. So it's tough to get people off of there. I think most websites you can post links. So got to have a good incentive, good call to action and good offer, good incentive to get them off of social media. They're on social media for a reason. They're not on Instagram looking to buy your product or service. They're on Instagram looking to connect with friends and family. You got to make a really strong offer to get them off of Instagram. And when you look back at what you've learned in terms of your experience, where do you see the future of this stuff going in the next five years or so? Have you thought about that? Like where things have developed from the time you started this in 2007 to now, like, where do you think the next direction of, the, of this particular aspects of things are going to go? Yeah, just a bigger presence on mobile and video, just taking off, not slowing down. Everything is really going to video or visual content, but video primarily and just mobile, making sure everything's good on mobile. And we'll have to see what happens in the future, maybe that metaverse. But for now, mobile is really just taking over and not slowing down anytime soon. Do you recommend if someone has a, an older site that they should get their site updated to reflect mobile as well as I know a lot of, of platforms already do that, but do you recommend that like in terms of a website for a business that someone should regularly update the content, but also make sure to look at these trends. Like if mobile devices are more prevalent than computers, for example, or platforms like desktops. Yeah. If your website's not mobile optimized, Google's not going to show you on mobile devices and that's over 60% of the traffic, but that doesn't matter because people are going to get frustrated. And they're not going to want to visit a website that's not mobile friendly. So if you're not mobile friendly, you're losing out on over half the traffic right there, just instantly. What do you think about apps when people, there's companies that can offer a business to create your own app that you can then put in the Google Play or Apple store? What's your viewpoint on that? Do you think apps could help with promoting yourself with a digital presence? Or do you think it's better to stick with the traditional stuff like SEO optimization and social media posts and those kind of things? Yeah, I'd probably focus on social and SEO versus an app. Apps are going to cost a lot of money and it's just basically a website, just simplified. I don't think there's so much, unless you have a business where an app would benefit you directly interacting with clients or whatever customers. But normally I would think it'd be better to focus on what would be your best direct path for success. Yep, definitely. 100% agree with that. What's your viewpoint on SEO itself? Do you think that there is going to be changes to the process of SEO in the future? It changes every single day. Google's changing their algorithm every day, every few months. They have big updates, but it's changing every single day. It's no constant. It's always changing. Have you worked with a client that had too many obstacles to try to promote their business and you had to break it into simpler tasks to work with somebody? Has there been somebody who had complex ideas and they wanted to have SEO optimization promoting themselves? And you're like, hey, wait, you got to break this down so that it's easier to market it and promote it. Yeah, no, that definitely happens. It's just simple is better. Less is better sometimes. Don't overcomplicate it. If they're afraid of search engine optimization, what recommendations would you say if somebody doesn't really know what to do with it? 
and they're confused about it, do you suggest they try to school themselves with it? Or do you think that talking to someone like you or listening to a podcast like you host would help them? What would you recommend as a call action or something like that? Um, Everything. The more, the better. The more you learn, the better you're going to be off. So watching videos, going to seminars, classes, workshops, masterminds, Facebook groups, forums, podcasts, YouTube videos, whatever it may be. But the more, the better. I haven't asked this yet, but I think it's a good point. Can you break down for our audience what SEO actually is? Because I didn't actually bridge that with you at the beginning. So that may be something that would be worth discussing. SEO is search engine optimization, which means optimizing websites for Google. So whatever, or search engines, whenever you search on Google, there's ads at the top. Those are all paid ads. Below that is the organic, the free listings. That's what SEO is all about, is getting your website in the free listings on Google. Do you know much in terms of the interaction with Google reviews? When someone has a Google account for a business and they get their Google reviews, has that played into helping you with your marketing campaign for a business or a client? Depending on if they have like a lot of five-star reviews or access from their clients, like feedback. Well, reviews look good for people, but to rank higher, it's not necessarily a number of reviews. It's a lot of other variables that go into it, depending on what platform you're on. But number of reviews doesn't really matter. For people, it matters, but not for the algorithms. How do you track website analytics for a site? Yeah, using Google Analytics, it's a free tool to track where your visitors are coming from, what pages they visit, how long they stay on your website. There's a ton of tools out there, but Google Analytics is a free tool from Google. So I would take the data from there and use that to make statistically informed decisions about your business. If you were to give an example, in your own words, what would be the greatest benefit of starting an SEO campaign for your business? What would it be? Save money on ads. That would be the best. Saving money on paid ads. Can you explain a little bit to our audience about the complexity of using ads instead of trying to do optimization itself? Paid ads are when you're searching on Google, there's ads at the top. And each time you click on an ad, you have to pay Google a couple cents, a couple dollars, $20, $50, $100 per click. Whereas SEO, you're not paying Google per click. Understandable. Okay, that makes sense. Your reference of looking at what it takes to be an effective digital marketer on social media and in your line of work. How would you evaluate what's going on in the industry, right? From people you work with and interact with, do you think that in terms of Google, a lot of the people on your side of the fence have a pretty good handle of what to expect on the cutting edge of what's next with the analytics? In other words, when Google changes up their things, do you find that your industry is pretty much neck and neck keeping up with Google when they implement different standards and changes? I'm just curious about how that interplay works. We try to, but Google doesn't tell you what they update. Not all the time. Sometimes they will, but they don't really tell you what they're doing because it's all top secret. They don't want you to know. They want you to spend money on paid ads and get frustrated and help Google make more money. Can you tell us about your podcast? Yeah, the podcast, which is just my classes that I've done over the years. So it's just all these different classes. It's not necessarily a podcast. It's just me teaching classes. And they could just check out all these different classes I've taught over the years. And you've also done an SEO masterclass. Can you tell us about that? Yep, that's just another free class I offer. So I have a bunch of free classes that they can all check out. If they go to my website or if they search my name on anywhere, they can find all those classes. And can you just, I want to give you an opportunity to present your website to our audience and any contact information if anyone wants to reach you. Yeah, so for everyone listening or watching, I create a special gift for them. If they go to my website, seooptimizers.com, that's S-E-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com forward slash gift. 
and they can find all my contact information there along with my free classes and all the details. What role do you think podcasting plays with a company developing their branding and being able to do digital marketing? How do you, how effective do you think podcasting is in terms of that? Getting yourself out there and getting listed on Google and that kind of thing. And it's just another way for people to find you. Another platform to find you on versus Facebook or Instagram. Now they can find you on Spotify or Stitcher or all these other spots. So it's just more exposure, more visibility and more eyeballs or ears listening, apparently, for the podcast. I'll tell you this intuitively as I'm a psychic. So aside from just doing podcasting, I feel like you're going to write a book or publish something on SEO optimization, and you're going to get involved with that and it's going to be successful for you. So there's something like that coming up for you in the future. I wouldn't doubt if you take your material from your classes and create like a how-to book kind of thing or some type of instructional book coming up in the future. That's what I'm picking up off your fair share out with you, just so you know. But uh, that's another way to market yourself to get a book out. Get published, get published. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one. Write a book, get it out there and get another platform, more visibility, more exposure. Have you worked with anyone who wants to invest a lot into this stuff, but doesn't know how to get involved in it. Like for example, they come to you, they have a bunch of money, they want to throw money down, they want to get this big campaign entered, but their ideas don't match up or align with what you do. And is that a challenge sometimes that you have to get your clients on board with you? Yeah, that happens where you got to break it down and let them know what's doable, what's not doable, or where we should focus, what's going to be worth the time and money and effort versus what's not worth it. So just trying to break that all down and figure out what's going to be the best game plan for them. I want to thank you for coming on, Brandon. This has been a great conversation and I really appreciate sharing your wealth of knowledge with our audience. I think when people look at the future for themselves, a lot of people are very interested in being entrepreneurial or having their own business or having their own little piece of the pie online. And I think one of the things that a lot of people need to realize is SEO optimization and digital marketing is a big player in that equation. And I feel like having your viewpoints presented and being able to have our audience assess these things, it can hopefully help inform people to make better decisions rather than, like you said, blowing money on ads or having a campaign that fails because they don't have someone like you involved. So I'd highly encourage our audience to employ someone like you, consult with someone like you if they're looking at getting greater visual state power online and and getting ranked in a great setting. So I appreciate you coming on. And And, uh, thanks for having me on today. And sharing it. Thank you. I just want to thank Brandon for coming on the show today. I think it's very important that we look at things beyond just, hey, I want to start a business. Let me get a website. You got to look at the big picture. And this is definitely an area that I think needs to be shared more through podcasts and other platforms. SEO optimization, it's something that's been a little elusive to me. I probably would want to use Brandon on anything I do for my campaigns. And I think there's just a value when you have an expert in this field that can cut through a lot of the bureaucratic stuff that a lot of us might deal with trying to do it on our own. So check out Brandon's website seooptimizers.com and all his information will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and supporting the show. Stay positive because when you're positive, anything is possible. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms and know that the universe is always yours to explore. 
Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An Electric Cast production. See you there. Electric Cast. Electric Cast.